It was a welcome sight to see fans back in the stadiums for week one. Chelsea and Spurs win at home, Liverpool are back to their winning ways, and United put on a clinic against Leeds. The Kane discussion gets a bit spicy midway through the episode, but we're excited to begin season three. We're still down here in the Rat Tail Bunker in Barbershop Studio, and this is the Boys and Bolos Podcast. Welcome back to the Boys and Bolos Podcast. Week one, Jarrett, is complete. It was quite the week. It was some vibes going on. The week one will be known as vibes. It was something to behold. All the fans back in the stadiums. It was pure vibes. Whenever City lose, Tottenham win, Chelsea win, Arsenal or Arsenal, it's a great thing. And you know what? It was really good to see Van Dyke back. I didn't I like saw him playing and he looked happy. I'm like, that's that's nice. He played well. He did he played very well. Well, let's just kick it off. Maybe what we'll do is before we get into uh, our predictions on week two, which is, you know, uh, always comes up too quickly. But uh, what were your highlights of the first weekend of the Premier League? I've got some talking points. And one of the things I think I want to start with, and I feel like a lot of people maybe watched the game today, the Spurs City game, because I think it was probably one of the best games for this week. The whole thing with Harry Kane is so fascinating. Like, I'm not a Spurs fan at all. I was super pumped to see them win without Harry Kane. And so then here's the question I have. Are Spurs more or less likely to sell him? Are they more likely because they're like, oh, we got Son and we can do this without him? Nope. Which, man. Or are they like more likely also because now they're like, we can get that money and then do different stuff with it to reinforce the team? Or are they less likely because now Harry Kane's like, holy shit, this team looks different under Nuno. Now this is a project maybe I want to stay and continue to be a part of. It could go that way. That's definitely a possibility. And this is also where City are like, holy shit. We really need something up top because Jesus isn't going to cut it. We lost Cunaguero. If we play KDB in the false nine, we lose this midfield. I mean, City looked really good, but at the same time, they looked pedestrian. They never really caused that many problems today. But with that said, I think they should have scored two goals from open play. Mares missed a pretty wide open sitter, and there was just a couple. There was a header. Hits. There was a header that. There was a header. It was just a miss hit, and there was a couple ones that like probably should have been on goal, and I think they would have caused more problems. So I think the soccer gods intervened a little bit there, but I'm just like, is City now more likely to buy Harry Kane, or is Tottenham more excited to sell them? Like, like what's the? How does this game? This game must change the dynamic of that relationship and the overall selling of Harry Kane. With that, with that, the 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 Spurs fans saying Harry Kane, are you watching? Was like the chant of the season thus far, other than Brentford's chant against Arsenal, which is like whatever, yeah. <laughs> but. Talk to me about what you think Daniel Levy's feeling and then maybe what you think City's feeling. This is my, and I could be, this is what a lot of people on Twitter are saying. This is maybe what a lot of pundits are feeling and, and thinking. But my take is Spurs and City have an agreement for Harry Kane. And it hasn't been announced because there's an agreement between the, the, the teams that Spurs want to sign a striker concurrently with letting Harry Kane go. And they don't want to screw themselves in the market because they know if they let Harry King go before they sign the striker, it doesn't give them leverage to sign that striker with that other team. S- say it's Fiorentina and uh, Serie A, they want to sign Vla- Vlavovic or, or Vlavovic or whatever his name is. If that team knows that Spurs need a striker, then the price of that player has gone up. Because Kane, they know Kane's out the door. And they know how much money or how much liquidity then they think Spurs, Spurs have. have. Exactly. So it actually behooves Spurs to delay it until they have that player 
confirmed. This is classic. It's easier to get a job when you have a job, yeah. right? When you're unemployed, eh. when you have a job and you're trying to just make a move to make things better. The, our city, though, how does this game change? So that's Spurs. How do, how do you think this game changes City? Because they looked, and I know that they probably are still going to get some more players back, I guess. Like, I don't know, Phil Foden still not featuring, but... Gundo- they don't have a nine. They Gundo- just don't have a nine. Gundogan was their top goal scorer last season. They need a goal scorer that's going to score 20-plus goals. Kane is that guy. And there's no Holland. They're not getting Lukaku. They're not getting another player that's going to score 20 goals this season. And so for, if I'm Daniel Levy, I'm going to try to pinch some more pennies out of <laughs> out of City because they know they're he knows now they're, they're kind of desperate. And this is a slow start. This is kind of like their 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 mo, the slow start, and they'll pick up, and they'll be they'll be one or first or second, as most people agree. They have crazy squad depth, crazy crazy valuation in their squad. Basically, two starting elevens. To go on that, ESPN FC put something up, and I shared it on Boys and Bulls Instagram. Please follow our Instagram. The stories are just on fire at all times. It said starting eleven from for Man City seven hundred and fifty five million dollars. On the bench, how much is it? Just take a guess if you didn't see this. 500? 400. You're right. You're right. Basically, 480 million US dollars. That is 1.3 billion dollar team. And you can't be a Spurs side without Harry Kane. Mm-hmm. You need to buy Harry Kane. Man City want to win the league and just kind of lock that down now. They need Harry Kane. Without Harry Kane, Chelsea I forget who my top 2 were if it was Chelsea. You have Chelsea City. Okay, good cuz I that cements me kind of today. Last season, I picked City to finish third, I think, or second or third. And this season, I'm strongly considering... I've strong, I'm strongly picking Chelsea to win the league because I think they have a better identity as a team. I, I'm not saying City's a bad team by any means. They're, they're very good. They're very good. Even today, there were many chances that they should have put away. And I think in like mid-season form, City would have put those away. Not to say that the game would have ended in a like I think I think Bergwin's chance to he should have finished that and it should have been two nothing so perhaps the game ended two two right and so I, and I think it would have been a fair result I don't think anybody would have been upset with that result even if the game ended one one I think a lot of Spurs fans would feel like that was an, uh, a deserved result I think that you know some of the individual performances from Tanganga and and Delhi and and uh, and obviously Sun were were great but collectively I mean they're just not as strong as City. On in midseason form, so what they need, you're right, is a striker, and I think that this really, this really boldly emphasizes that, that they need Kane, and I think the Kane not coming out, he still is Tottenham Hotspur player right now. He's still a Spurs player, under contract. He's he was there at the game in the skybox. He didn't travel with the team. He wasn't on the uh, he wasn't as a, he wasn't in the reserves or anything like that. He was left off the team. He was not quote unquote fit to play, but he didn't. At the end of the game, congratulate the team, as as he does every time they win, or even when they lose. He didn't congratulate the team. He didn't make anything on social media. He did, he stayed basically stayed silent. I think his silence is the most telling. His silence is deafening. Let's change and get away from this because I honestly think you and I could talk about this game for a while because there were a lot of things to discuss. I want to talk about Arsenal Brentford. This I was want, the we're game. Gonna, we're gonna rewind. <laughs> Back to Friday. But Friday. First game of the of the weekend. First game of the weekend. First, first game of the Premier League season. First game with a full full attendance. Full fans. At, at Brentford. And we 
said that Brentford would win one nothing. They ended up winning two nothing. We've talked about this on this podcast a lot, but like Arsenal is trending to relegation within five years if they continue to fall down the ladder as they have. And one of the other things too that they said about Spurs is Spurs has gone. Spurs have gone in the last five years from two to seventh. They went two to three to four. They skipped over fifth, and then they went sixth, and then they seventh. went seventh. Sure. So both North London teams need a little love. But and is I, it? But and I okay. think they'll do okay. Well, I'm, I'm not. Look, I'm not trying to talk about Spurs again. I'm just trying to say. No, I'm saying it's it's more that I think that's a uh, maybe not Arsenal. Definitely the ref, the the reason for that is a, the big reason for that is the amount of spending going on by Leicester. It's totally. It's totally. It's, the table is weighted differently. Right. It's not a fair thing. I'm just saying. Yes. That's the sure. trends. And so, what do you think Arsenal needs to do in? the window that they have left of transfers, what are the players that they need to get? Is it locking down Odegaard, somehow convincing him to stay with more money? Is it... Come, I, come with more money. Okay, so, like, but but what is it? It He's can't be just Odegaard. They need something else. Like, or, or was this just a, hey, you know what? Brentford was better on the day. Over the next 37 games, Arsenal are still going to play and probably finish in the top eight somewhere. Top ten. Top ten, Okay. What do you think Arsenal need to do? They need to sign Odegaard. That's a help. That's a help. He wants to play there, and he's comfortable playing under Arteta. I think Arteta is a little out of his depth. I think he's not that great of or experienced enough as a coach. I think he's a likable guy, and people and he's well liked in the locker room. But I just don't think tactically he really knows what to do with the, the players he has. I think Grant Xhaka is a big uh, issue with that team. I think th- he just extended his contract because. He nobody nobody wanted him. That's just like the worst thing, dude. Like you don't stay. Like I'm not like digging something. Like, oh, I guess I'll stay with him. No one else wants him. Like like no one else wants this person. Like I'm gonna. It's just like it doesn't make any like. I thought Shaka was gone. I thought he was signed to Roma. There was all this news early yeah. on after he had a pretty good run with Switzerland in the Euro. I thought that he was off the books. I, yeah. I just I do not understand. They couldn't come up to an agreement about I think the price or something. He didn't want to leave or something happened. Something. It was a money thing. And then so he was like, well, I guess we'll just extend my contract. I just think Arsenal's dying on these long contracts of mediocre players. And it doesn't leave them the bandwidth financially to be able to go lock down other players and pay them 100K, 150, 200K a week, which you need to pay like a bigger player. Like at what point does Saka say, I'm going to leave this project? I'm like a really great player. I'm 19. I'm starting sometimes for the England national team. I'm going to go look for someone else that maybe is going to put me in better footballing situations. He came in, in the Champions He League. came in in like the 65th minute and he looked poor. It's not fair to uh, assess his performance in getting only like, you know, 25 minutes. But you have we also have to remind ourselves that Lacazette, Aubameyang, Lacazette, Aubameyang, players that score goals weren't playing, weren't fit enough to play. Really truly believe that the Ben White signing was poor. It was a poor way to spend the money, way to spend their spend their money. Not only because he's not that great of a player in terms of being a like just a, a pure center back, but because they basically went out overpaid for a player on a team that was flirting with relegation. Meaning he let in a lot of goals on that team, and j- basically they all they did was inflate the center back market. It was a very strange. It was already a market that. In the last couple of years, we've seen some big signings with Van Dyke, 
and Maguire both going for roughly around a hundred million. Yeah, so it's already a pretty heavy market. I I don't understand. Either. I don't understand. Like, like I understand going out to get a center back because it probably will do will do you good. So let's look at that. Van Dyke, they win the Champions League in the league. Man City gets Diaz, they win the league and they go to the Champions League final. And they win the league cup. Yeah, league and, cup. And, yeah, okay. Carabao right. cup. They won the Carabao cup. Right. We all remember that. <laughs> Chelsea go out and they lock down Thiago Silva. We win the Champions League. Like there is recent history to to you know Maguire. United pick up Maguire. They're very competitive. They finish second. They're very competitive in the league. Back to back years, they get to the Europa final. There is recent history to back up the idea that that is a good business decision. But the thing is, all those teams they all went and t- signed a top player. Now you could argue that Thiago Silva is not a top player. He's an experienced player. Maybe he's still not a top player, but he can lead a back three just as good as like Chiellini can maybe, or, you know, some of the older guys in a back three Diaz Maguire and Van Dyke have revolutionized the way those guys defend. So it's like, if you're going to go out and spend Arsenal, you need to go out and spend and get Koulibaly. You need to bring him over. You need to bring over a big name to put in the back there or get Oompa Makano to put in the back. Not Ben White. I just like, he's, he's, he got bossed by championship forwards the whole game. And that should be his bread and butter, the championship. Like Lukaku, Pulisic is gonna turn him inside out. He looked inside bad. Out. He looked really bad. After watching Son today, Son on the turn is physical, big guy. He's gonna run right. Like I don't know. So for me, I think you're right about that. I would like to see them. Probably, they probably need to change formation a little bit because I don't know if they can buy many more players. Therefore, I think Arteta needs to get maybe uncomfortable in feeling comfortable in another formation. That's like the only thing I can come up with when I was thinking about asking you this. Cause I'm just like, I would like to see them be competitive. Cause I do think Martinelli's baller. I think Pepe on his day can be very nice, even though it's a flash in the pan every once in a while. He looked bad. I think Saka's great. I think Obama Yang when he wants to be okay. Lacazette is nice. So, I think Smith Rowe is one of the best young talents in the Premier League. So I think they have a good amount of pieces, but I'm just not, I don't know. I don't know how they put it together. And I think it also comes down to if Arteta, if they're over seventh at Christmas and they're playing like they're over seventh, I think he's gone at Christmas. I think he's gone at Christmas. Over seventh? Like under seventh? Over the like, seventh position mean, in the right, table. Right. Okay, so if they're like eighth? Yeah, if they're eighth, but they're not being competitive with the top six, they're getting blown up by the top six and barely beating the rest of the table. I think he's gone sooner than later because he doesn't have the FA Cup and the Community Shield. Now, that time is kind of gone. And they're, they they need like a Tuchel miracle, honestly. This is a question for John Schammer. I mean, well, John Schammer's somewhere he's, like he's banging his head against the wall because like these idiots talking about my team. But I think John would agree with us that the Ben White signing, they probably overpaid for a very mediocre I mean, you got center the, back. You, you got the English checks. They probably needed a, a homegrown player. Uh, I just think that. There's a plenty of players from uh, Sierra, La Liga, some of these other professional leagues that could that they could have got who want like a player who wanted to play in the Premier League who would have come to Arsenal and taken a payday. Um, that would have been better than Ben White. I I don't know. Right, moving on. Moving, moving on, on. Moving on. I'm looking at Chelsea. Wait, wait, wait. You want to finish this? Yeah, up? I want to finish. I wish, I want to just highlight the feels around that Brentford Stadium after. And what NBC is doing to highlight the beautiful game is what when these games end, right? And especially when it's a home win, the players are going around, they're 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 clapping for the fans. They're they're staying on 
coverage of the uh, of the game, just highlighting like the fans in the stadiums, the players clapping for like several minutes when the game's over. They're not cutting the commercial. They're not doing commentary. They're doing long, like letting you soak in the atmosphere. And that is like beautiful for the game. It's what we've missed for the last year and a half. It It's what I've really tried to like drive home about what the Premier League is all about and like why it's so important to have fans. It It is so important. If you don't think that 60,000 people at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium made a difference. You are not watching the games like we're watching. Like, you're not that you don't understand. You don't because, have a 75 inch TV. <laughs> well, that's true. <laughs> no, but I, okay, okay, I, I agree with it you. It was, I, there was a guy, there was a seven year old guy in the Brentford stands crying when they won that game. The photo's gone around the world like seven times. It's, it was, it was really nice to see it. Like, f- every stadium basically during the opening weekend was pretty much packed. I think English. They were fan, all packed. They're I think packed. English fans. It is like their identity, right? It's being well, football fans. it's their it's identity. Like, it's also like they haven't been there they in two years, <laughs> right. and it's also like we may shut down in the next three months right. again. So, yeah, get your tickets and get it in the stadiums. But I want to move on. Chelsea won three nothing over Crystal Palace. Liverpool won three nothing over Norwich. I would say Norwich and Crystal Palace are more or less in the same ilk. Which win do you think was more emphatic? Uh, I think for Liverpool, I think Liverpool winning that way, looking that dominant, was a statement game for them because they had a really down season last year by their by their standard. I think showing up, saying like we got this new front three, even though Firmino scored, but they got this new front three of Jota, Salah, and Mane, and Jota scores. You know. And I think he's really dynamic and he's going to help this, this team a lot. He stays healthy and they're going to be, they're challenging for the top three for sure. You know, I'm not changing my prediction on who the top four are, but I think they're, I think they're going to comfortably finish in the top four this year, as opposed to like squeak into the top four and think about it last year, they had a pretty down season and still got in the top four. So, I mean, this team is, this team is, is, is deep. So they stay healthy. They, if they can pick up another defender, I think they they I think they'd love to have just a little bit of depth at at center back because uh, they can't re- they cannot rely on Van Dyke to the level that they relied on Van Dyke last season. Uh, I mean the season before or whatever you you know what I mean. Uh, that was an emphatic game for me. I thought that I thought it was very. I think Norwich on Crystal Palace is a mess. That's what I gather from the Chelsea game. I just don't know why They're Zaha stays. Mess. I don't know why Zaha they stays. They looked bad. Zaha would be a sweet pickup for Spurs. He'd be a sweet pickup for Arsenal. I just like don't. That's a guy. Maybe Arsenal's like, all right, let's go out, give him some money, or do a player swap or something. I don't know. He but, he just feels like a guy who's a varsity player stuck on the JV. And but here's he's the thing: no about, one to play with. Here's the thing about Crystal Palace: they have no identity, they have no formation, they have no attack, they have nothing. They don't know what they're doing. Norwich, it felt like they they have an identity. They're gonna do what they did last season and just go at go after it. They had some chance. They did have some chances. They're not like. I feel more confident about Norwich staying up right now, and this is obviously the first game of the season than Crystal Palace. Well, Nader said Crystal Palace is gonna go down strictly yeah. just because. He doesn't think Vieira is a good coach. And I think if we're looking at who's going to get sacked, it's obviously very, very early. We played one game. You can't uh... judge a soccer team by one game. Like We totally get that. But Vieira is a guy who I think his head's going to be on the block early because you don't want to be the last team in London now. 
with seven teams in London or eight teams in London, and, and they probably will be. I think yeah. Brentford's better than they are. West Ham sure as hell is. Chelsea, Arsenal, and Spurs are. So it's like, mm, my G, you might want to get that together. But one of the other things I wanted to ask you is Paul Pogba. Hmm. He gets... Micah Richards said this, and I thought it was Micah Richards said Richardson said this, and I thought it was very astute. It was like when Harry Kane doesn't show up to training, he's a legend. But Paul Pogba never says he's like actually wants to leave or is going to go anywhere, and everyone hates him. And I just obviously Micah Richardson was pointing at probably the racial aspect of English fans holding. <laughs> holding one player over and, like, not the other. Also, Pog was a French guy, so uh, he's a foreigner, uh, and the English and French literally historically never get along. It's the French thing. It's not the it's, it's the not French the, thing? it's not the racial thing. It's the French foreigner thing. It's the French foreigner thing? Now, I, I don't like... I personally don't... I don't have an opinion of Pogba. I think he's a little bit cocky sometimes, but he's not staying at United. I don't think he likes playing in England. He you, you don't think he's staying after the season? No, he's going to Real Madrid. One hundred percent, one hundred and ten percent. I think I think he and he, I know he's, this is like way off, but I think he and Mbappe this summer will. He's going. He's going to run on his contract, and he's just going to go take a payday at Real Madrid, and I I think that's fine for him. I think he's gonna he's gonna play as well as he can play this season. He played great, by the way. They won five to one. He had four assists. He 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 played great. Four. He assists. played international Pogba. He didn't just play club level Pogba, which is I mean the guy's good. I mean obviously he. He, he, I think he'll play really well this season. Maybe help them win a, a something this year. Maybe it's not the the title, but maybe they win the FA Cup or a League Cup, or you know they do well in the Champions. I don't know. Maybe they, maybe they win the Champions League. Maybe who knows? And, and anything's possible. Anything's possible. But uh, I think you're you're. I think it's more of a French thing. And but it's it's a it's a legitimate question to ask. I think Harry Kane is the golden boy, right? Harry Kane's like the English golden boy. He's the captain of the English team. He he he's he never really created a problem before. Everybody thinks he deserves what like to trophies and a payday and going to city and like that's his like god given right to get to go there. And like anything that he does, it's it's great because it is no you know any means to the end, right? For for Harry Kane. And it, it he's going to get his wish and Whatever. He's being a little baby about it. That's my opinion. He's being a baby about it. He's went about it the wrong way. I think he's been put in a really shitty position, though, if I have to say. Because he clearly would like to leave. He would like to go to what he sees as greener pastures. There's a greener pasture saying, why don't you come over here and play? And his other team's kind of like, and the team he's trying to leave isn't accepting almost any bid except for the bid that they think that his value is worth. But that bid may literally just be too much for it to actually happen, even though I think selling Harry Kane is probably the most mutual beneficial thing for both of those clubs. If he stays this season, Tottenham fans are just not going to be into it. They're going to be all over, and if he doesn't match the stats that he had last year, I just don't think it goes very well. I don't know. Energetically, it's just like he's already spiritually out the door, dude. Just let his body go, man. He didn't even, He wasn't even showing up today. Here's the deal. You signed an extension in your contract in 2018. You are a professional football player. Your job is to play football. Your job is to go out and you 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 lace up your cleats and you score goals. You're a striker. I don't care if you want to go play for Manchester City. You signed a contract. It matters that you signed a contract or else contracts wouldn't exist. And you know what? If you were smart enough and your agent wasn't a fucking idiot. Well, his agent's his brother. Yes, he's a, he's a fucking idiot. I'm just saying. You would put a release clause in your contract. You would do it. 
I can't believe he doesn't have a release cross. I feel like I, you don't go in. You don't go in saying, oh, "Daniel Levy, let's have a gentleman's agreement about uh, let's." Uh, did they like? Yeah. Did they spit in each other's hands and do a and shake? Fine and fine. Okay. I feel like Levy this obviously f- was made on legal Zoom. Le- <laughs> Levy obviously fucked it. Like fucked him, right? Obviously didn't strengthen the squad, right? <laughs> you don't buy a really nice couch and have like a sp- like holes in your rug, right? Like that's. I get it. Like is I the way, get wait, wait. it. Is the nice couch the stadium? No, the, the nice the holes in the rug is the squad. <laughs> nice couch is Harry Kane. The the nice couch is Harry Kane. The nice house is the stadium. And the and, <laughs> and the rug is the squad. And then there's a rug with like fleas. Yeah, that's the squad. I know I'm giving the this after they beat Sydney today. I'm giving him a little bit of short trip. Yeah, but, you can't see his dumb smile, but it's big. But <laughs> you know what I'm trying to say. It's I like, know what you're trying to say. Okay, do you think he goes this week or not? Absolutely. I think he's okay. gone. But okay. th- that's not the point. The point is that you have to be like, he's not being professional about it. And he's been super professional his whole career. And this is not how you make the move. For, he, he made a tactical error. He made a very, ta- he made a. Ex- I just he, don't think he did. Look, he was playing the team that he was going to go to. Most you don't times, get to decide what you wanted. You don't just get to decide you get to play for a different club because the other club is like, oh, yeah, we, get to, we want you. But listen, I would feel, if, I would if, feel, if a player is about to be transferred, they, Sorry. they normally don't play if they're in limbo. And they're especially not going to play if they may go to the team they're playing. This what is I'm not saying like, is, I'm not talking about today. I'm talking about showing up for training day one. Oh, he should have been there day one. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about today. He didn't have a choice. He didn't. He got left out of the squad. Oh, okay. That's so, yeah, Nuno's so choice. That's not his problem. It is his problem because he didn't show up for fucking training. I still have no problem with it. I, I think that's your a- problem. I, th- I that's think he's your on problem. The way out. You cannot just let the player decide that he wants to leave. Well, then he should have got fined. If he showed, he up did get fined. Show- okay, then what else do you want him to do? I want him to be a professional soccer player. I want him to show up to training. Grealish showed up. Grealish showed Pope- up for Aston Villa. Yeah, Gre- Grealish showed up. He knew he was going. Mm-hmm. He's a fucking baby. He showed up and he, he didn't show up. He went. He stayed an extended holiday. This is why holiday. he can't stay because you're representing Spurs fans. He's you a guys fu- are he's so a angry ba- already. Jarrett, the man makes. $250,000 a week playing soccer. I understand how much money he makes. It, you don't get to just decide. You f- you structure your contract with a release clause. I'm sorry, but you're wrong. You're wrong, man. Like I'm you, not even really taking a point. I'm just poking a bear and you're the, getting really angry. It's 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 ridiculous the way he the way he acted. It's ridiculous. So what would you have rather him done? I would have rather him show up for one. training and in the background negotiated a deal like a normal like a normal professional athlete. Yeah, I think it's just That tough, is what you do. I think it's just tough because what you he's do. such in the limelight, and the world knows that City's trying to go after. The him. other thing you do is you don't go on Sky Sports and hold an interview about how you want to say you want to play. You want to play for City. That's another tactical error he made. He did that. Yeah, he I did didn't that. See that? That's brutal. He, Gary Neville interviewed him, and he said, "I want to go to City." Yes, he's like, "I'd love to play for City because." See, then- and I don't know why Daniel Levy just didn't let. I mean, what price do you think is fair to let him? One hundred and fifty pounds. Pounds, not one hundred and twenty, not one hundred and ten in a player. And 150, it, and if you want to throw in a player, said no. City said no. No, City's going to come out is going after is going to a 120 million pound bid. Hmm. I I think he's definitely. I think we agree he's worth. Because here's the thing, Lukaku. They just said he's worth 112, and I don't care what he did in Serie A. You got to do it in the Prem. Yeah, and they just and they also just shot themselves in the foot because they signed fucking dive boy Grealish for fucking 100 million. Do you I think, wouldn't say die boy. I'll say cry boy because he cried a lot today. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't that, know. That, that's I still problem. don't know why they signed Grealish. I don't know how he fits into Man City's plan. Like I literally don't. He puts his foot on the ball and stops it. 
like he's Guatemoc Blanco. Like the way he plays like Raquel May and Guatemoc Blanco, not he the plays way like these play. old school. He plays like Valderrama. He'll slow the play down as much as he wants and speed it up as much as he wants, and that is not part of the fluid nature that City have. So I think that they should have just saved that hundred, thrown on fifty, which they're gonna make out because they have like seventy five thousand accountants working at City cooking books. And then they go get Kane. I don't know why they did this. It screws up their finances by signing two big players like that. And they had a lot of players. They they sold like sixty million dollar uh, pounds worth of players last season. So that forty million difference, it's fine. Whatever. Then they can spread the contracts out over. They can spread the the fees over the length of the contract. Exactly. To so it's it okay. Out. And like whatever, they're gonna sell a shitload of Kane jerseys to make up some money. Are they gonna sell a lot of Kane jerseys? Do you I mean, they'll City sell fans? a lot, but it's not like Messi when Messi goes. No, it's true. Like, there's going to be a time where there's going to be a lot of grown men at bars and they're all wearing messy jerseys and none of them like PSG. Right. <laughs> Just because they're like, this is a I mean, thing. I bought one. Fuck. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like, everyone's buying I, them. It just rubs me the wrong way when a player like Kane, who's supposed to be, like, all about Spurs, you know, just doesn't show up. Like, fine, whatever. But, I know you want to play at a different club. I'm not begrudging you for that. Nobody's begrudging Kane for wanting to go... Uh, play for for City, play for a team, play for Real Madrid, play for any team that's going to win trophies. It's the way you go about it. And it's a slap in the face to Spurs fans who supported him for the last however many years, right? And it, that's why he's going to get the stick for it. He's not going to get stick for going to City. He's going to stick for the way he, he got to City. That's it. And that's, and that's my problem with him. I think that's what a lot of people... And the ends do not justify the means when you're dealing with this. It's just because he's always going to be... His legacy is always going to be... The, how he got to City. His, his legacy will be how he left Spurs how he and left transitioned Spurs. into City. That's unfortunate no matter like what happens. But let's look at this next week because I honestly think, and we talked about this when it happened, but like Arsenal's next. first three games, now that they lost to Brentford, their like first five games are so brutal. So yeah, I, geesh, we're going to be on, uh, we're going to be on, you know, what, what's the word I'm looking for here? We're going to be on uh, coach on the chopping block soon among the Premier League, depending upon results. So all the games are going to be Saturday, Sunday, and Monday. So we'll start with Saturday. Liverpool-Burnley. I think this is fairly straightforward. <laughs> do you even want to know? They're playing at Anfield. What are you thinking? Uh, Anfield, Liverpool, 4 nothing. Ah, yeah, I'd say 4 nothing. They looked good moving forward. And if they're getting goals from Bobby, Jota, and Moe's having like a billion assists, they're going to be very tough this is, to stop. This is with no Henderson, no Robertson. This is with uh, who, who started? Milner, who played Milner pulling center. the strings. Yeah, that's... It's dark. What about Aston Villa, Newcastle? Oh, man, Aston Villa didn't play well. I'm surprised they lost. They that's lost. not good. Not a good look. With Danny Ings up front. Uh, I will say, and Ollie Watkins, supposedly uh, the second Newcastle coming. looked good until they looked bad this past week. They lost 4-2? to two. They lost 4-2, to two, but they came out and they were playing well, and you know they got a new signing in, in Willock, so I, I wasn't going He didn't play, though, right? No, he didn't play. I picked Newcastle to get relegated, so I'm going to go out and say I'm picking Aston Villa winning this game. Maybe one nothing or 2-1, I, I really don't know. I'll say 2-1, to one, bounce back game. For Villa. For Villa. I'll say a brace for Ollie Watkins. The next game is at Selhurst, a.k.a. Led Tasso's home field. It's Crystal Palace-Brentford. This is going to be a good game. Yeah. This is between the... It's a derby. 
It's a total derby, and it's between the battle. This is the wooden spoon for London game. I think Brentford wins this game. Yep. Just coming off that last win, you're like, yeah, we just took down Arsenal. Fabled club. Like, on to the next. Crystal Palace, <laughs> I, I don't know what good things they took away from the Chelsea game, but I think Brentford win this just strictly on energy. Well, here's the thing about Brentford. You know, they ex- – you. You look at Brentford and you say, "Oh, yeah." I mean, they got one guy. They got Ivan Tony. He scored thirty something goals in the in the uh, championship last season. Guess who scored their goals? Norgard and Canos, a center mid, def- almost like a center defensive mid, and a wing back or even a, just a right back or something. They're gonna if they're gonna get production out of like a whole host of people, including Tony. I think they're gonna be fine. They're not gonna. Get, I don't. I don't think anybody called them to be relegated. Uh, from Some our pod, people might have maybe had maybe Eddie or not, or I don't know, but okay. Well, I don't think they're gonna relegate it. I think they're gonna win this game. I'm gonna go two to one. I'm gonna go two one, yeah, definitely by a goal. The next game, however, is gonna be a great game because what we didn't talk about how, how Everton played this first week. I thought they played very well, I thought they looked good, and that was exciting to see because we've talked about eh, maybe they're not gonna be with their head in the right place. Benitez is a completely different look from Ancelotti. There's just been is Hamas going to play? Is Hamas not going to play? There's just been kind of a lot of questions. Richarlison, well, he annoys the absolute shit out of me. Mm. But at the end of the day, like, respect his game. When he wants to play, he's super annoying to play against. Yep. I think for this game, Everton are going to win this game. Let's look at It's at Ellen Road, though. So, I don't know. That place could be bumping. I'm going to go 1-1 tie, but, like, good. I'm going to go 2-2 tie just because I think that – uh because neither team's really into defending. <laughs> no, they don't really love defending. They're going to have that, you know, that 12th man in Ellen Road. And I think hard place to play. I think a hard place to play with a packed stadium. Uh, and it's, um, you know, it's it's going to be tough. I, I, I was impressed by Everton's second half. I thought they came out and they really, they showed that they have some resilience. They can go down a goal and come back. Uh, yeah, I'm, uh, you know, DCL got in the score sheet. It's good. Good to see. The next game is the mini bat game of the week because Man City will take Norwich out behind a shed and hit them with a mini bat. Man City off a Spurs loss. Harry Caneless Spurs loss. Yeesh. Uh, Norwich not looking that great. Me. I don't know. I think Norwich is going to score a goal, but I think City will win this game by three goals. That's my. I think Pep is going to go lay into the boys after this Spurs game. <laughs> I just think Norwich is going to catch that catch that body on the other side. I'm going four one, City. I agree with that, or or something in the like three nothing four one, the blowout variety, if you will. I agree. It's at home, City. <laughs> Yeesh. I mean, City. Their last like couple competitive games have not gone well. No, they didn't. They back. lost the Community Shield. They lost the Champions League final. They lost <laughs> to Spurs. It's not good. So all I, one nothing as well. Yeah. So not not like even score we're scoring goals. All one nothing in all games where they had possession. They had possession game. and they had looks going forward. There just wasn't that final that final quality in the box or in the final third. So I think Norwich are gonna catch gonna get some I, smoke in this game. I also think Sterling's not gonna start. Oh Sterling. We're not gonna go. We don't have enough pod time to do that. The next game could be another mini back game of the week, but on the other side where it is analogous to two grown men fighting in a basement with no lights with mini bats. 
because Brighton and Watford, Brighton, Hove, and Watford. This just looks like a a champion a championship game. Watford like was Troy surprising. D- they came out and they I won. Know, I know. They barely threw, squeaked it out. We were like eight for ten, and one of the ones we didn't get right was this one. Yeah, well, it was really funny because they were winning three to one. And, they had that uh, Troy Deeney special. It, yeah, they. <laughs> also, shout no, no, out. The, the second goal that uh, who they play? Who did Watford play? Yeah. I, I, I always forget who they played. Oh, they played Aston Villa. That was yeah, Aston right. They, they beat Aston. But the, Villa. the second goal that Aston Villa scored was a penalty because of the, <laughs> the challenge. Go watch and watch the highlights of that game. I haven't the, seen the, the red card. No, it was like he like wildly threw his leg out oh in the box. He Eric Dyered it. Yeah, it was brutal. I but uh, I thought they were going to give up a third goal because it was like one of those situations. <laughs> I Watford has a special place in my heart because they're. Main sponsor across their chest is stake.com, which is pretty sure is a crypto staking website. And on their shoulder, they have Dogecoin. They're powered by Doge. They're powered by Doge. So Watford is a special breed. They will stay, they're likely to go down just because they're powered by Doge, if nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> they should get points deducted. I like it. I'm going to go 1 1. Yeah. 1 1 is not the scoreline. That's the amount of red cards that we'll be matching. <laughs> this is the mini back game. No, I'm going 1 1 scoreline. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Sunday, Wolves, Tottenham. Nuno back against the Lobos. Who do you got on this one? Wolves at home. Our Wolves are at home in, in the old Molyneux. So who do you got on this one? Uh, it could be a surprising like 1-1 one, one tie, but I, I think Nuno's got these guys I think playing. Nuno knows these players. He knows these, he, he knows these players that they're playing against. But I think he's also like – he got Spurs playing well. Like that team looked like a unit, right? Instead of just like a bunch of guys who didn't really know what they were doing running around the field. It looks like a unit. It looked Honestly, like a unit. The Mourinho like... days are dark. When Mourinho comes to your town, it's like <laughs> lock up the it's windows. It's like the Olympics coming to your town. Yeah. You're about to get fucked. Yeah. <laughs> like it's gonna get dark, dude. Financially, you're gonna be a mess. Emotionally, therapy. What and then keeps, he leaves. What keeps like <laughs> And then crossing... Roma hires him. How does uh, Roma hire them? I'm like, oh yeah, his track record's super good as of late. The dude hasn't won anything. I guess he did decently with Man United. They won the Europa League, but like, other than that, it's he, a dude that he just won got with f- Chelsea. But like, he's a dude that just got fired before a cup final. Yeah, dude, how are you That's gonna a- get fired on your day off, man? Like, yeah. But the, the the flat the thing that flashes my mind when the whole like thing that sums up the Jose era is just the game where Sanchez is face plants into the. Six after they score a goal or whatever. That was a city game, I think. Le- Legend says he's still like with his face going across grass. But like Sanchez and Dyer look good today. All right, wait. So who? What? What did you say in this game? Uh, I was gonna say I wouldn't be surprised if it was one one, but I, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's like gonna be a two nothing Spurs. Win. I'm going two nothing Spurs. I, yeah. I think Spurs look good, and I think that Nuno I, definitely knows how I to think, beat this team. I also think that Romero is gonna play. I think Romero is gonna gonna start over Dyer or Sanchez. I'm not sure which. which it, it, Honestly, with Sanchez's performance today, Honestly, Sanchez, Sanchez is going to go to Sevilla or like somewhere, and maybe a, a player's like, "Oh, maybe Spurs are actually good. Like maybe Nuno's got this team like playing well." I, I so maybe they can sign me if, if Nuno and I don't know what Spurs' money is, but if they do sell Kane in this week, which is likely, I wouldn't be surprised if Nuno goes back to some old tricks and brings over some young Portuguese kids that are going to be awesome. Yeah, he or, sure. or even pull over some guys from Wolves. So yeah, I mean, Cody was talked about. Uh, they would be great. Yeah, they um they need a they just need a center back for depth, regardless. But they they want to sign a center back. They want to sign a um a striker, obviously, and then maybe one other midfield player. But uh, 
three signings would be crazy. I think two is optimistic and one's pretty much a lock because they need a striker. They only have Dane Scarlett's their only like pure striker right now. So I'm going to go two nothing though because they still still have Son and, they, and it looks like look like Bergwin and Mora were lively. And oh, they were, they were the whole team looked good today. It was it was very. I just don't see how Wolves <laughs> can't handle the front three right now, like that front three. Wolves, I mean, Cody's pretty good. Wolves play actually. a three back, and they they defend a number. I mean, you know, they're they're annoying. How about Southampton, Manchester United? Ooh, this is another game. That this is another game we're gonna hand. Yeah, hand. this is another potential mini bat. I'm going th- three goal deficit for United. Southampton is rough. I, I was like, Southampton was winning one nothing for a while against Everton. And I was like, what's happening? I How is my call this poor? And then they got ended up losing. But so I'm gonna go definitely go United. United made a statement winning five one over Leeds. I think they're they're saying oh, we're here, we're striking, we're firing all cylinders. Bruno Fernandez had a hat trick <laughs> after after me t- saying like he's not gonna have that great of a season. He scores a hat trick. It's but, uh, well, if you talk about him a bat on the pot, he, he yeah, shows out. He shows it's. Up, yeah. uh, at St. Mary's, I just don't think that matters. I think United win this handedly. You can put whatever scoreline that means to you. Uh, the next game yeah. is a game that this team did the double last year over us, and it hurt both times. So, Arsenal-Chelsea, where is the game located? It is going to be at the Emirates. Arsenal fans are going to be booing at halftime. That's my prediction. Booing their team. Booing their team at halftime. It's going to sure. be a... Uh... Chelsea have nothing to lose. It's going to be a half-empty stadium at halftime as well. It could be. It could be. It, it, Chelsea could go up three nothing on them, and we could just look like we're in control. They played a friendly today against like some League Two team or something for all the players that like didn't play in the game. They won thirteen to nothing. The Arsenal Chelsea. Team? Oh, Chelsea did. Yeah. I mean, I mean, they're, this Chelsea's team death. Chelsea's depth is freaking scary. Yeah, they they suddenly got like crazy depth. I mean, obviously they're spending huge dollars, but. My question to you is, do they see this Arsenal team? I mean, they want to beat Arsenal. It's a derby. It's, you know, it's their rival. Does Pulisic play? Oh, Pulisic for sure plays. Why wouldn't he play? Just asking. Oh, he for sure plays. We do play with Liverpool after this. Does he start? Does Pulisic start? That's the better question. That's, I, that's what I really meant. I don't think he does because I don't think we need him to start. Okay. I think he'll probably go with Havertz and then he'll bring Pulisic off the bench. He's going to have to get Havertz. We have just so many guys up top. Does Lukaku play? Lukaku, if he can, I don't think he plays yet. I don't think he'll just straight up start at Arsenal yet. Okay. He Lukaku could definitely come off the bench. I also just don't know. Like, I don't know what their training's like. I don't know how much time he spent around the squad. I, I do have he, to say. He knows some of the players, but you can't just drop a nine up top and just expect production. Even though Chelsea dominated the game against Crystal Palace, Per usual, Timo Werner looked brutal out there. Just brutal. And I know he pulls defenders away, blah, blah, blah. His finishing is crap, and he's always is offsides. Oh, it's awful. I, I seriously, I'll ask the question. The biggest, the, he's but has going someone to lose ever explained the offsides rule to him? No. Does he understand how that works? No. Because no it could just be one of those things, well, he's a professional player. He must know how this works. You know, like, oh. In actuality, you ask him, he's like, what? What do you talk? I can't be behind the last. Def- what? Uh, 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 I want my stapler back. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't know if he knows. I mean, obviously this is hyperbolic. He clearly knows he's a football player. But sometimes when he's playing, you're like, dude, just Bruh. be freaking on sides. And he's so fast. It's not like he needs so to cheat. Fast. He doesn't need to. Anyways, I get it. I get it. Why he he's a crazy work rate. 
Tuchel loves him for like hustling and stuff. Tuchel and loves he, him because he's German. That, um, he's your boy. I know, but he runs a lot, and he I, I, there's no doubt he pulls defenders away, right? So he creates openings on 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 the defensive side for press. He's like no one like Christian just doesn't Christian presses hard, but Christian's tiny, tiny. Yeah, he's not as strong as Werner's. Let's get back to the score prediction. I think Chelsea win this game three nothing. Yeah. And I think Chelsea, like I said, I think they're booing at halftime because it's probably two nothing or it's one nothing and they're just Arsenal's just not touching the ball. And I think Grand Jaka by halftime easily has a yellow card because he can't touch those midfielders. Jorginho's better, Coach is better, Conte's better. Hmm. And if he's trying to get any of the forwards that are falling back to pick up the ball, Mount will roast him. Pulisic will roast him. Werner is quicker. Havertz will diddle him, dude. So it's going to be a long day for Arsenal fans. And Arsenal fans, they, it doesn't get much easier because after you play us, then you got to go play City. Yep. I uh, I hope Lukaku plays because I think it will really... I think he'll be subbed in. I think it will really emphasize Ben White's shortcomings because he will get beasted. I forgot, I forgot that we talked about this when we were watching, but I was watching when we were watching the Brentford game. I was like, dude, Ben White is going to get dominated by uh, by Jamie Vardy, by Lukaku, by bigger players. Because he did last season. He's not a different. Suddenly, a different player. Oh my god! He okay. only came into the English three national nothing, team three nothing, booing at halftime, and shocky yellow card by halftime. Those aren't like mass. I'm not like breaking the mold to say these things. But okay. last game is going to be a great game. Potentially the game of the week. I think West Ham and Leicester, two teams that. I think are constantly probably overperforming for what they have. Constantly overperforming. Like constantly overperforming. I think Lester's like performing like No. Well, I you know what? I guess they have spent like they a, spent lot, of a money. lot of money. Okay, Lester's performing. Lester's performing. West Ham is overperforming. Like check Suchek for some for some doping, dude. Yep. He's on that Lance Armstrong plan. Uh, that dude is good. He scores goals, just does whatever he wants. They look good. They look good. Declan Rice, arguably one of the best holders. I'm in just the trying to figure out how they're going to, like, are they just, like, paying Mc- the players and, like, problem up top? I, I don't know what they're doing. West Ham coin. They're paying David them in Moyes, West Ham coin. They got West Ham coin, which is analogous to Dogecoin. Yeah, they're just, like, paying him and they're like, we promise it'll be worth something. They have something. the Moyes money. The f- <laughs> we promise it'll be worth something in the future. Yeah, they're all on some community token. That's how they're paying them. Yeah. Good. I God, just can't imagine. I just can't see how some of those players of that caliber are staying with West Ham. I they. I mean, they're in the Ch- Europa League. I they're guess. in the Europa League, and they sell them. A, you know, Fine. they they play in a nice stadium. They've got London diehard team. fans. They're in I mean, London, I, get, I guess. Yeah. They're in, it's it's at London Stadium. I'm gonna go West Ham on this. I'm gonna go West Ham. Bubbles. I'm gonna go two one. Bubbles two one. Well, what do you think on that? Do you not think anything? That would be a good game. I think that would be a fair result. I also think West Ham can pin. Sorry, I think Leicester can uh, pinch a goal and win three two maybe. Okay. It, the bottom line is you, you're picking Leicester. I'm picking West. It's going to be a very good game, and I'm excited to watch it on Monday. I like Monday games because sometimes I'm like, it's a it's I a get good out of work. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, it's like there's something to do on Monday. It's always a kind of a down day. Something to do. Something so case of the Mondays. All right, those are our picks for next week. I want to go over fantasy real quick because things are happening if you're in our fantasy. Jaboy is in last. Jaboy. Jaboy, me. I am in I am in dead fucking last. You are in third to last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oz is in first. No. Mitch 
Oh. Is in first with 104. Jamie Becker is in second with 100. And Oz is on 87. And I texted Mitch. And I'm like, Mitch, you're doing well in fantasy. And he's and he said something like, shots fired at Oz or something like that. Tell your boy Oz to watch out. <laughs> there you go. Like, I love Yo. to see it. See, we don't need to do well. We Tell Osman that a challenge has been issued. <laughs> see, I have no. So you know what? Like, I'm never. I've never been good at fantasy Dude, football. I suck at fucking fantasy. I've done fantasy for years and years. I did fantasy football. I mean, like NFL. I've done fantasy this, that, DraftKings, whatever. All these things. I've been terrible. Like, pick them. I'm not a gambling like an analytical type that way. I'm a. I'm like a. Well, here's the thing. Here's here's why I'm bad at fantasy. Or here's why I think I'm bad. Because when I look at a team, I try to create it as if it were going to be a real team. So I don't put three tens in the midfield. Right. You know, I'm like, oh, I got to have a holder. You don't. You just need to have dudes who bang goals, <laughs> goals in, in, yeah. who shag goals. And I, I can't, I just can never Your get my head like, over it. Yeah, right. I'm like, oh, you got to have that to balance it out because he's a lefty and he likes to go into space, but he'll hold. I it's like, dude, you just need the guy, the guys with the top, they had Bruno Fernandez. Yep. And they had Salah either in vice captain or captain. That's it. That's the only way. And both those guys are just to the top. So I think it's actually funnier that we're bad. I think it spices it up. If we like yeah. beat the shit out of everyone on fantasy, we're going to be like, yo, fuck you. Yo, mini bat your fantasy. They'd be yeah. like, I hate these dudes. Yeah. Like it's funnier that we're like. They're like, call themselves boys and bulls. They're more like men and they don't have bullets. And they don't. It's and a weird, they're, it's a weird and they're vibe. like dickheads. Yeah. It's, it's a weird vibe. So I'm fine with it. Like whatever. We organize it. We talk about whatever. it. Whatever. I'm going to Venmo some Jamoke $50 and send him a t-shirt. I'm fine with it. I love it. Yeah, it's great. Or whatever they choose. doesn't have to be a t-shirt. That's true. Diego said if he wins, he wants a custom bolo, which oh. is also on the offering. Actually, well, I it wasn't originally, and then I, I offered it. Oh, that's right. He actually wants that for the Euro because he did well in the Euro. Yes, exactly. Yep. Actually, Diego, if you listen to this, you need to reach out. You have till Friday to reach out again, or the bolo is void. And if you don't listen to the podcast, the bolo is void. Yeah, we're not texting you. And we're not going to tell you, hey, you got to text us. I'm going to tell us oh, what's an what email reminder. You got to pay uh, National Grid. Oh, I'm getting my bolo uh, made this week, everyone, by the way. It will be on IG. It will be on IG. Uh, it's going to be custom. It's going to be very fresh. And then I'm going to hopefully wear it to You're the wedding, to wedding I'm going to on Friday. Dude, Jenna will love that. Jenna will hate me for maybe she may just shun me the whole weekend. She hates how much she loves you. Ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? And on that, we'll see we- you for uh, week two. Week two wrap up. Yes, this was week one. This is week one. How's your math? <laughs> Pretty good. Ciao. Ciao. Thanks for listening to the Boys and Bolos podcast. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Patreon, Twitch at Boys and Bolos. If you'd like to be a guest, please reach out. You can hit us on any of the social media accounts that Jeff just mentioned. Or email us directly at boysandbowls at gmail.com. Thanks for listening and see you next time.